Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Between Two Halves. Hi Shion, good evening. Good to have you on the show. It's been long. I've been trying to um, get you to like talk on this podcast, but finally, good to have you on the show. How was your week? Yeah, it's great to be. It's great to be here. Um, um, uh, the scheduling issues was also a lot my fault. Apologize for that. So, but my week has been great. It has been wonderful. Thank you. All right. So, um, let's start with your beloved club, Chelsea. We we know the transfer window just ended, and um, they were the highest spenders in the transfer market. And I've been following your tweets all summer, and I can see how frustrating it's been to you that um, they failed to bring in the um, DMT the last day and the results on the pitch is not going well at the moment. So, um, the Chelsea addressed a key issue in the transfer market with the addition of um, Denis Zakaria from Juventus because the deal looks like um, it's a panic buy, although he has potentials, judging by his, um, by his um, Borussia days. What do you think about that deal? Well, um, like, like I, I, I'm always on the space and we discuss a lot of this is like-minded people. So, okay, on yep. Dennis, Dennis is a player that, let's say, in the last two years, or two years ago, I could have like snapped your your hand right off if you asked me, or oh, would you yep. want Dennis to come to Chelsea? Yes. So, but um, in this case, he's not a bad player. He's a good player, let's say. Put okay. it yeah. So, but he, the injury is a knee injury that he sustained, I think, two years ago now. Like, okay. he, he yeah. has not really come back the same player yet. Well, I understand it might take some time for him because, yeah, like recovery, playing mm. more games, yes, to, to get back to your previous... Yes, exactly. To play more games to get back to your level that you were before. And also, the Juve move was probably not the best for him, if you get me. Yeah, because um, it was is a good move, but in the sense that it's not the best right now in hindsight, because um, he's being played as a like RCM in a 3-5-2 formation. Like uh, okay. So, and Yes, and he's ideally a DM. Yes, it is. Best at sitting. Like, okay. I really, apart from watching him, I, there's a, a wonderful footballer that, uh, that posts statistics. And he kind of um, uh, does in a unique way that you can see the strengths of the player, um, what they are best at, and what they do regularly based on stats. So, and Dennis excels in a lot of things and classification was a DM. And if he does anything more than that, it would be, be more average. All right. So, um, by what you said, he does he give Tuchel the chance to like switch to a four-man defense consistently with the addition of um, Wesley Fofana or 
you think um, Thomas Tuchel is going to go for a three-five-two with Zacharias and a combine and a group of number eights in the midfield overload with little defensive works and um, more wing-back freedom for the likes of um, James, Cocorella and Chiwell. You know, because most of these um, Chelsea mm. defend midfielders are more of eight than double pivot players, apart from um, Joginho. So, you think he's going to give yeah. Tuchel that that um, chance to switch to a four-man defense or a more flexible three-five-two formation? Yeah. So the thing with Zakaria is that he's, he gives us the chance to be super flexible. Like we can really do anything. Okay. To, and yeah, to, to do anything he wants to do. He can play. He played like he, today. He played three-five-two against um, West Ham. So yeah, like, yeah. Yes, with Loftus. Uh, yeah, with yeah, with cheek and the on at the base across his Yeah. Can play as that and command. Also, also help us pass move a far back. I think two cars were playing for for triple two past two games or three games. Yeah. Yes. So he can really help us facilitate that as being the best um the best city midfielder there. Then we can also as number six in the four three three, so it depends on anything he wants to do. But the thing is that we, I, I, you know, I saw Tuku's comments on Friday night. It was, I don't know, it was amusing in a way because Tuku really yeah. mentioned. Yeah, you saw those comments. Yeah, playing him as a wing back or central back. I was like, my God. <laughs> I, I feel he was just saying, I don't think um, Thomas would do that. Fair was just saying, you know, these interviews, this coach would not want to let out a lot of their gameplay out in the interview. So I feel it was just yeah. harmless words he was saying. Well, you know, maybe it's PSTD from a lot of um, <laughs> wing back. She's <laughs> giving a lot of players. Oh, but I, I think they're right. All right. So, um, talk, still talking about Thomas Tuchel, some uh, most Chelsea fans, not some most Chelsea fans, think the coach is better at um, coaching defenses than attacking plays, especially against um, low block teams. Do you think it's about the coach and his playing pattern, or it's the quality of the attackers he's been working with, the quality of attackers inherited with since he came in? Because he, Thomas Tuchel, has always maintained that he gives freedom to his attackers to adapt to the opponents, find space and mm-hmm. create chances. What do you think about that? Oh, um, I think it's a combination of the two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like two truths. But I've been, so far, most of the time, been leaning to the truth that he he's not, maybe is that he can actually coach it or and he's not showing it. Or cannot coach it. So I, I mean, that's he's in my, in my ideal mind. I feel he's coach a lot of patterns because we we are we a lot of let's say coaches in smaller teams in um, teams that are not as good as Chelsea, biggest. Okay. We attackers playing like like if you are caught up in. You can't compare the attackers to us. Okay. Like, even, even though, even, even though, like, yeah, as I've been 
performing for some time because they have their own different reasons factors why can't compare the quality like of those attackers like ZH imagine giving Potter ZH yeah. imagine giving Potter those kind of players so I and so far like they are playing as a functioning unit like they are there are patterns of play. You can see what they are trying to do. You can yeah. see the kind of tools they score. Like for me, a coach that an attack must have patterns that okay, that is a is a recognizable this team. Okay. When they score this goal, you know that this is a goal for them. this is a like this that this is a kind of thing. Like Liverpool, you know, you know when you look at it. Yeah. Yeah, this is their trade. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yes, Robert yes. yeah. You know their trade back cuts. Um, yep. Get into the half spaces, cutbacks, and um, yep. also yes, across across the goal, um, tappings. So those kind of goals. But with Chelsea uh, and since Tuko, I've not really. Okay, I think Tuko had that before. Like when initially when he came like that. Yeah. When he, when he used that five at the back, that yes. wing backs push so high and team yeah. against us usually get overloaded by the sides. Yeah. So yeah. So those are the common ways. Ever since you know it's the Premier League, Ricky. So, so got, yeah, you got found out. Yes, exactly. You don't take it doesn't take too long for you to get found out. So it's yeah. now again. And um, since then, I don't think Tukul has really, in my opinion, found a sustainable way of creating chances. Right. Okay. Well, I, I, I hope he does find a way to coach these attackers better because obviously he's a good coach and from his track record, he's good. So we hope, hopefully, very soon, we'll see the best Chelsea side. Um. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Ricky, before you go on, I also wanted to like chip in before we go. Okay. That if it's okay. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the thing with Too Cool is, like you said, this philosophy of attackers creating spaces for themselves and all. Yeah. It stems from, yeah. I think it also stems from the fact the attackers he has coached in his career. Yes, exactly. There are people that you give the keys. That yeah. the players that you just give them like see the players Dembele, Neymar, they don't yeah. need particular instructions to Neymar, Mbappe, yeah, that's true. Maria, they don't need particular patterns of place to thrive. But like some players, imagine Pep giving those keys to Sterling and Sunny then. You I don't think yeah. they would have been as effective as they were when he gave them the way. Like there's freedom in that particular area that that yep. positions Pep puts his players in. But that is attacking the... plays, attacking patterns. Yes, exactly. Right. Patterns play and them um, overloads attacking structures and all. Yeah, yeah, that's what I get you. All right, I get you. Yeah, I get your point. Um, moving go to United, they were one of the highest spenders too. They were. They have clearly been good elements. They are transferring. Doing. I was. I know we're all shouting at the 
overpriced players, but I was wild. The, these mm-hmm. six players brought in appear to be very, very good additions. And the squad is stronger, more aggressive and skillful. With the players Teng Hag wanted to build around with, like players like um, Anthony, yep, Casemiro, Eriksen, Malaysia, Martinez. And the positive news, they were able to keep um, Ronaldo in Carrington for another season. Why letting the likes of uh, Pogba, Linga, Dramata, Matic leave and um, move on? You know, United signings do look excellent. Like, it's a very strong group of quality players, you know. With what class DM. I mean, Casemiro, a defender yeah. of address, who have um, added aggression to their back line. A 90 million attacker, a 95 million, sorry, Anthony, who played under Ten Hag at Ajax. Yeah. Um, but they did fail to get an out and an out striker. What do you think of their window? Do you think they would compete? Or do you think for, like... Do you think they'll compete for the Premier League, the Europa League, or do you think they'll just make the top four? Do you actually think they'll win a domestic cup? Looking at their squad and the quality of the squad this season. Yeah, that, that's that's a good question. For United, I think their window is was uh, their window is kind of gone under the radar and a bit yeah. underrated. Yeah, because like Martinez good player, Malasia is like yeah. a player that nobody unknown so so far he has looked so good. And yeah. Ericsson is a very known Ericsson is a very good player. player. Yeah. yeah. Very good player. So and but what Man United really addressed the key like one of them, not all of them. One of them yeah. has the defensive mystery. Left as a Exactly. So I think that's that's a very big step. Well, if Shaika issue could be, let's say, delayed in the sense that, let's see how Naldo Sancho, Asha, very unfortunate because I think he, he could have started the season very well. Yeah, he was playing well during the preseason. Exactly. And even the next winning started, he came on again. Um, he showed his yeah. So I, I think that's yeah, unlucky. That, that might develop later to see. Okay, if Marshall or Ronaldo could be. Ronaldo is not, it's never a long term solution at this point. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's true. Yeah, probably have to look for another striker. So, but I think for their expectations, my, my United will be in around starting the top like okay. Chelsea. Yeah, okay. so their progression is determined on how fast this new segment is. Yeah. Yes. So for now, we don't, they're still on that progression path. They look good. Yeah, I, I really saw a lot of good things against Leicester. You could see their patterns of play, they are wide yeah. overload. You can, yes, you can easily record, see how they create chances. And, you were very unlucky not to score like, three against Leicester. So if they continue to play like that and keep it tight, Martinez is a bit, I don't say surprising, but he's, he was more aggressive than I thought. Yeah, he has, he has surprised yeah. a lot of people, people that underrated him because of his height. Yeah, and 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 I'm one of those people that well, I was like they they shouldn't start him against when I think he was rinsed against right. Brentford. Yeah, he yeah. was. 
it was raised against Brentford. So like Brentford is a is one of the toughest physical sides to oh, face, yeah. especially immediately coming to the pier. So, yeah. I, I was like maybe they should put him as a left back until he's ready. When he says yeah. Yeah. But it's okay personal after that. Yeah. All right. So you yeah. just see them fighting for top four, no domestic cup, no Europa mm. League cup. Europa League, I think Ten Hag's football could work in the Europa League. But for now, I, I think we need to see more of them before we decide that. All right. That's that's cool. Um, Now, the camp news. Well, Baka have recruited well this season. Like, I saw their transfer window, the, the players they brought in, I was like, wow, the likes of Rafinha, Kunde, Lewandowski, Casey, Christensen, even Alonso. And then they, they managed to keep um, Frankie de Jong this season. I mean, although they lost players like uh, Mayang and the, um, Daniel Alves, sorry, that's enough experience. Xavi has also shown he's an intelligent coach who knows his onions. Do you see Baka with this very good squad going far in the Champions League and piping Madrid to the La Liga? Or think the squad is still short on the quality required to complete, compete for the biggest trophies? When you, when you look at quality, I think this yeah. Baka team is like the best in years. Yeah. 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 Even with Messi, yeah, like they didn't have enough. Like the last two, three years or so, the quality surrounding Messi was not as much as this. Yeah, so yeah. quality, yes. So from a quality standpoint, Baka, Barcelona has improved massively. And I think, yeah, we know about what it took them to get this talent. They are. Yeah, they are. And all. So, yeah. It's not a hope that they really need to, like, be a subject. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, the, the, the team full of quality after stealing some Chelsea players, like, potential Chelsea players, and. <laughs> So, but a lot of signings really fit their game. Like, uh, the SPP staff, Kunde yeah, and, um, and Christensen, they are very yeah. good. They are, they are backup players. Of, they are backup. four playing central backs. Exactly. And Christensen is not... Is people do, for him, a lot of people just talk about the ball playing aspect. But in the defensive aspect, he's a defender that prevents prevents attacks. So I'm yeah. a very big fan of the I think I if if people followed me on the biggest fans when he was having um like poor periods and all. So just yeah. can I think he's a very he, he will shine there is is inevitable because even the Chelsea board um that's why they didn't want to sell him those periods, even though they, he was not Doing so yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it, it was a very good replacement for Thiago Silva. Yeah, he, yeah, uh, I, I, I couldn't like he's a long term replacement for Silva. Like, it's probably yeah. you can't even see anyone now that can still replace Silva in that light, apart from yeah. like why Kunde, Kunde, is, Kunde is a top class La Liga center back, he's a top class center back already, so like. 
for the Premier League, who knows? But like, you could work here, you could not work here. Because of, yeah. But if you see Martinez, so it could be very um, straightforward. He also works here. But for as for the La Liga, he's perfect fit, and it's like Xavi is also trying to do um, a hybrid formation of maybe a three at the back. Yeah. Four. Yeah. So Kunde is. Can shift from right back a to flexible footballer. Right, yes, to, yeah. to shift from right back to right centre back during games and or players like Rafinha. Rafinha, like I, I, if there's any player that I was really hard done by that, they, that we didn't get, that <laughs> was yeah. Rafinha. No, like because Rafinha is after apart from Rafinha's quality. There's no one else, apart from if Dembele was available. Yeah. There was no one else that we could get that right way. That isn't a massive step down for Rafinha. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I saw your tweet so, about that. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. It was, it's so the market is so dry. You can see we tried to get Gordon. Gordon, yeah. Gordon for like, and I think Gordon would have, is also a good. I like yeah. after after really and yeah after analyzing looking at his game and all that I he, what he wants I think what he wanted from Rafinha is what Gordon could have provided if he wanted yeah without the left foot yes that the left foot that kind of um yeah forty two two that I can play Gordon wide and also play like a wing back wing back so, yeah yes that kind of not really a wing back wing back but a wing back that can. Yeah, like that doing the defensive. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's Rafinha is is a massive player and he improved their quality. And then Billy B fits is like a new signing on its own. Yeah. Yeah. As a like, very quality player, very good player. Yeah. Top signing. Like I was on my knees for him all summer too. But I saw that. Fine. I saw your thoughts about <laughs> Billy. <laughs> well, Lewandowski, there's, there's nothing more you can say about Lewandowski. I think it's, it's, it's yeah, it's just got like now. Oh, okay. Rafinha as well too. So I think the quality is enough to push Madrid to a to a title. It's right. enough to rival Madrid and and the too because they have the they have. They have the know-how. They have the Wondowski, especially because those kind of players know how, to, know how to and love playing the Champions League. Yeah, they also have Frank Casey. You forgot to mention Frank Casey. Ah, okay. Yeah, Casey yeah. yeah, is also a bite. He's a midfielder that is is yeah, is technically secure and also someone that makes runs into the box. He knows how to score goals. Yeah, he knows how to move off the ball. Too. So I. The, 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 I won't say he's a backup which we have, but he's he's you know, in between. It's he's a physical and a technical player. It doesn't really suit backup, but he fits the backup mode um, pattern right now. Yeah, yeah. Remember, is it Paulinho? I think yeah, Paulinho. That was, yeah, he's he's a bit like that kind of player. If he yeah. gets. Yeah, that that can arrive into the box, good at finishing, and also aggressive, and 
Yeah, so and also technically secure, right? Obviously, you have to be too. So I think right. the, okay. Did we miss anyone? Eh? Did we miss any other backup here? No, um, backup we, we know um Alonso, we know he's oh, Alonso. Yeah. Alonso is a very is a quality player. I don't really see him starting in backup, but Looking at their lineups, Alba has been on the page for like past games. So Alonso might actually be, oh. I don't know what Xavi is planning, but if he plays on, if he plans on playing the three at back, Alonso is ideal wing back. Oh, yeah, he's like a world class wing back in that kind of sense. But it's not like I rate Alonso so like the highest of the high, but he's also a very quality player if you, if you know how to get motivation out of him consistently. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Okay, uh, moving on. Um, Jose Mourinho once famously said that if you want good omelets, you need good eggs. And he most certainly wasn't talking about food, but he was talking about footballers and in particular having sufficient quality to build a competitive team. Looking at Roma's transfer this past market. I think Jose has done a good job since he moved to Rome, actually. And his recruitment has been top-notch. I mean, on paper, the recruitment this past window was very, very good. Daibaila, Matic, Pelotti, Wijnaldum. Um, Shell, do you think this Roma team is... Do, do you think this Roma team is strong enough to compete for the Scudetto? Well, where is the good? Where is the good, man? <laughs> <laughs> like, I... I love Mourinho so much. I've always done. I don't know. Yeah. My dad also kind of is a Mourinho fan. Not kind of. Oh, Mourinho. So, yeah. like, I followed him over the years and all. So, Mourinho's, Mourinho has been excellent at Rome. I can't. Uh, yeah, I've always wanted this guy for him for a while. Things like Spurs, Man United, they didn't really stick by him. They just yeah, yeah, it's like they wanted his name to make their project look something big, but not really sticking by him on what he wants. And very um if very proven that if you stick by him, you know how you win. There's no way yeah. they win. So and even like critic critic like criticism on the style of play has also like if you watch yeah. Roma, sometimes he has, yeah, yeah, his games are more attractive. Yes, the games are and more attractive. Not, exactly, and uh, it's not as if at times before a lot of the times his teams are actually good to watch. A yeah. lot of times, yeah. So sometimes there's a misconception that he plays haram haram football, but... haram ball, yeah. <laughs> so, but at, at his teams flowing best, I remember. Let's just go to the Chelsea recent. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, Hazard, Oscar, William, Costa, like, Fabregas. Exactly. Yeah. The football was like literally orgasmic. Orgasmic, or, 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 or let's say, yeah. <laughs> so, like, especially in the first half of um, the first half of the season. Yeah. He, he sure knows how to win. Yes, he knows how to win. I think he, what he does, he knows how to get. Players, quality players combining with each other, and mm-hmm. he knows. He just, yes, he just says like, and he, 
also narrated that way that he knows how to push players to get to go through because you have to yeah um, yeah if you if you buy into him example is Tammy like yeah, Abraham, Tammy Abraham. Yeah. Like, he just recently in the game against um uh is it yeah the, the game where he criticized him yeah I, yeah okay and I watched the game and Tammy as well was not great he was not like his normal self aroma that can be able to bring others into play hold of the ball um, yeah. via an outlet and more, and he still managed to score. Like it's a plus on Tammy on itself because it's good to know how to score, even though you have a good game, right? Yeah, that's what top strikers do. Yeah, that's what top strikers do. But Oreo was not set for that. Oreo was, was on his case that, like, it's not my turn. And he did an interview, like, as if we had a good game. Yeah, whereas he did I saw that interview. <laughs> And Tammy reacted, actually. Tammy reacted in the next match. And he praised him. Yeah, Tammy reacted immediately. And did you see his, how, when Tammy came off the bench, how he even yeah, um, yeah. yeah, and yeah, held him on. Like, I was like, this is beautiful. Like, this does, like, tears in my eyes. <laughs> kind of stuff. But, like, so Mourinho has really had an impact on Truma. And the sign is this summer, like, when I remember watching Mourinho's team last week, last year, and yeah, like, like these players are not good enough. Like most of them, I was, I was just like, these players aren't good enough. Like at times, Tammy, like at times, Tammy, the, the best players last season was uh, Tammy. Even yeah, at times Zaniolo, or even those Zaniolo and Pellegrini, they think, had their moments. Yeah, they have, they had the love of their moments because it's like sometimes they try hero ball, they try to play hero ball a lot of the time. Yeah. I mean, uh, I can do it alone. <clears throat> they, they hardly played their striker in, and at times, and Tammy, it's the goals he got, he still suffered from that. Yeah. So, but now, it's, it's, in that sense, he got the baller. The baller is the top. Top yeah, yeah, as he solves their creativity on his own, like if he stays fit, yeah, that's yeah, if he stays fit. And so far, he's fit. I don't want to jinx anything, but (laughs) (laughs) so he has he an excellent player. We know what the Italian league also suits him. Uh, he could, he's, I think, a lot of, a lot of our fans will tell you. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's like Tuko had a, a kind of um, opportunity to sign. I don't know how big it was, how big it was. But Bala is a top player. Tammy knows how to link up with his players. You, yeah, he does. Feel of the Bala. I, I think I, I, the big issue Mourinho had that last game. All leg players without legs, that's how I put it. There was no legs, yeah. There was, there was no defensive body, <laughs> like Cristiante, Veritude. Yeah, uh, who like I say in the midfield again? Okay, Mikitarian, yeah, 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 he left. 
Yeah. Yes, the child left for it was okay. Um, but there was no, no backbone. Yeah. And Kamara can easily bring that to their mystery. But now they were as well. Yeah, they made they 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 they, they had good recruitment, in, especially in that mid area. This market and, and it's like, yeah, and it, and also the thing about the midfielders is that um, they could not 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 save their lives. They didn't have to. They didn't have to like build up like save their lives because like, a lot of times I watch them. Is either they lose or immediately they could not. Okay. Yeah, so players like Matic is very secure on the ball. Yeah. Matic is very progressive. And and the league shooting, the, the league is at the slow yeah. The league shooting. The league shooting to a team. And yeah. if, you, if you now look at their technical ability, you know, then Matic has that experience. If you yeah. look at Camera, I, I, camera. I've not watched a lot of him, but I know Camera is a good, like he's good, he's excellent defensively. And okay. So and what I liked about this is that Ronaldium signing. Ronaldium is, is a very secure player on the ball, very yes. precious. Those how to hold. So it's very important for them. It's unfortunate he has long term injury. So. If it will help serious prospect, but for now they are, I would say they are outsiders to the serious type. But so they are more like top four contenders. Yeah, they are, they are dark horses. But I, yeah, mm, Pep City boys. This is in Man City. There was a lot of high-profile departures during transfer market. You know, I was shocked to see players like Sterling, Jesus, Zichenko leave. Yeah, um, including Fernandino. Well, Fernandino is old and they already got a replacement. They recruited well, yeah. They replaced the outgoings very well. The likes of <clears throat> Haaland and um, Calvin Phillips. I think they bought Akanji too. And they also mm. kept Bernardo Silva from going to Baka, I mean. And um, looking at... Yeah, and the, the past performances recently, these recent performances, they have been doing a comeback numerous occasions. Um, Shell, do you think this is the year Gadula and his boys finally get their hands on the most coveted trophy in European football? Or you think their search for the Champions League football goes on and on? Sorry, Champions League trophy. Well, I think before they, they can get their Champions League prospects on like, I think... Yeah, Tori has to somehow remove his cost. <laughs> okay. You actually believe in that? Nah, I, you know, I don't really believe in that, but I, I, it's just a little gimmick I use for them anytime. Okay. <laughs> they want to compete for the tight for the UCL. So, well, I Pep like Pep is Pep, right? He's Man City team are, are the best undisputed. I think best team in the world. Yeah, basically the best team in the world, and is is kind of at this point it is. Uh, is it unfortunate they have not gotten their hand? UCL is is like 
if 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 it's um, one thing that probably deserves it after all this years is City because yeah. they have um, they have been on the pedal. They have almost done it. Well, we deserve to win that year. That's because we played. Okay. Yeah, but Pep's team have really been consistent. It's like they are gaining more experience as they go. So I don't think they have finished lower than quarterfinal. Yeah, they have been consistent so, for years now. Yes, yes. And I think I think if they go to that final again, they are going to win it. I think so too. That's what's in my head because I remember uh, a lot of pre- Champions League winners or like Champions Happy League days. recent winners. Yes, they are filled. And they like have they to have, go back. <laughs> yes. Like name of the team. Chelsea's um twenty twelve. Yep. There wasn't a twenty there wasn't a twenty twelve without playing against mind you. Eight yeah. and nine. Yeah. Like, Yes, exactly. There was not, and it's the same group of players. So they became stronger for it, and they knew how to win when it was time. So is this kind of experience is really forged or forged a team on and everything. So players like Werner and all, if they continue play at their level, at their top level, yeah. Is, Sooner rather than later, the matter of when, not UCL. So, like, I think the uh, Haaland, my goodness, Haaland has turned the Premier League to a farmer's league. He has done the Premier League to basketball. <laughs> and, uh, like, he reached 10 goals today. That's faster than he reached 10 goals at Dortmund. Like, that's well, if you have the kind of quality. If you get the kind of quality services you from these um, midfielders you have in Man City, I think it's every striker's dream to play in Man City. Man City creates Man City creates chances after chances in every game. I know. And right? I, 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 I thought the game today they could have they had the chances too to go two goals up and three goals up. It was as if there was something that was not right in their gameplay today. Hmm. I didn't really watch the. I watched a bit of it, but I kind of slept off, right? This because I was I had it really busy from fast. So okay, so Haaland could have gotten more. Yeah, he could have. The keeper made saves. I I saw the game. He could have gotten more. He could have also had an assist, a couple of assists. But I don't blame him because he's a striker. And his striker's instincts to always want to strike the ball first. I mean. Not every striker mm. is, a, is an Oliver Giroud or maybe a Zeko type yeah. of player. So, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Alan is a striker that is always hungry to score more goals and goals. And the way he is with his mentality, he always he wants to break record at City. So, I won't be surprised if they bounce back next week in the league and they tear up their next opponent. I, I know, right? And and thing about Haaland is, Haaland is is one of the most efficient strikers I've ever seen. Yep. He hardly misses a chance. Yeah. Like, you, his conversion rate has to be like has to he's be got, close to Dortmund, I think. And uh, that from an XG, I think his XG was let's say he scored 86 out of 89. And yeah. out of those 86, the XG was not more than 60 something, I think. Wow. That so you he, he outscored his XG by almost 20. Goes. Do you know how crazy that is? 
very very crazy <laughs> and, and and i i i think there is there is this other side of him that has not been unlocked in man city maybe a mm. side will see when city plays against the top guns because right now he just waits for the services but when i watch Alan in his dortmund days i saw a player that can move the ball if a mad counter-attacking threat have you seen Alan running with the ball yeah, oh, it, it's, no, no, no. Like, it's a scary sight running, running if you're a defender and yeah. he's running with the ball against you. Like, it's a scary sight. It's so behold. direct. You know where he wants to go. He goes there. You can't get there. Do it. You can't stop him. I like I like those kind of players. And Pagodala has a big weapon in his arsenal right now. Like, yeah. knowing Pep very well is going to utilize him very well. I would be very, very surprised if they don't go to the semi-finals or the finals of the Champions League this year. Mm. Yeah, and, and considering Haaland's UCL record too, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's going to be key for them. His, his UCL record is like phenomenal. And he wants... Okay. So imagine if Man City had gotten Ronaldo last season and added Haaland this season. Loving mm. football over in England, right? Mm, it's been crazy, like it's been over. You know, the only thing I would have said about Ronaldo is that well, but if Pep wanted him like the way he wanted Alan, because people still had doubts that oh, would Haaland fit their style in a way? Yeah, and in a way, you can see that Haaland is not having too much touches, like you said. Yeah, he's having lesser touches in the city. Yes, and I think. Based on the way you described it today, it's like he had more touches than usual. Yeah, he did. He contributed to the gameplay today. Not much, not much, but better. Yeah, so I think it's something that can work with time. And it's like if Pep, if Pep wants those players, he knows that he will get them to adapt. So mm. I think Ronaldo could have the, the they would have found a way to like for the pressing of Ronaldo. Like you know, Ronaldo yeah. can't press. Yeah, he's not yeah. a pressing player. So Pep could have still found a way to accommodate for that. So like it yeah. would have been over. Football would have been done. <laughs> All right. Um now to Lord London. Not London boys are balling. As in mm. my Atetas and Conte's team have started this season in good form. I don't think Arsenal and Tottenham have lost this season. They have not lost this season. And the corners are like the only team with 100% record in APL. I know Arsenal, it's been six years. Yes. Yeah, it's been six years. They've been away from the Champions League after failing during the last huddle last season again to Tottenham. This season, they have actually recruited well. Arsenal have brought in the likes of um, Gabriel Jesus, Zichenko, um, Fabio Vieira. Yes. And Spurs have also added quality first team players. Their options too are looking healthier than last season. Surely, surely, I mean, Richarlison, Perisic, Lengley, Bisuma are top talents, and they are what they are one to watch this season. Um, about the North Londoners, do you think Gunners and Spurs being the mix for this title challenge this season, or or do you think a top four is enough for them? So I think. Even since before this season, I could yeah. see. I, I was already saying keep an eye on sports, keep an eye on Conte's team, because yeah. if Conte gets his players, he knows how yeah. to win. He's a mentality. He knows how to exactly. He, 
he he first had to change Spurs mentality yeah. of yeah of probably knowing how to bottle games. So Spurs are like people won't say this about Spurs before, but like and a lot of people still say Spurs are not they are not playing well now. But I could imagine Spurs before exactly. Yeah. I can imagine Spurs before that they they won't play well. They will never win the game. Yeah, they, but now they win dirty. Now they they are winning games yet without even being at full throttle. So imagine yeah. when they actually start, yeah, mm-hmm. like, and yes, when they start moving at that pace with with and um, start playing well, it's, just, it's like it's something that uh, is synonymous to um, Conte's um, team. Like it's tied to win at Chelsea, yeah. which started. Um, when they were just, was, yes, the winning run. When we started, started when winning, lost to Arsenal, right? Yes, after the, yeah. the next game, I think Hull City. I, I remember that, that so we, we played decent, so but it was not excellent. So as we cont- as the team continued, yeah, then team started playing so much better. And, yeah, they bought and into the idea. Exactly, and even players like Son have never yet started the season, so. Like that, exactly. So you're expecting them to join in. So it's for them. Spurs. I've been. I said it before that they, they could, they would challenge City and Liverpool for the title. And I, I, oh, I, 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 I think they been Liverpool to challenge for the title. Well, I, we'll have to see at this point because Liverpool is their start has been pretty right. poor. And I think any team, any decent team, can face them now. And yeah, yeah. you think it was down to the fact that they lost money? Yeah, that's one. That's one of the facts. That's one. It's a major fact, in my opinion, because like, um, money was was a key cog, and I think Salah is probably suffering from that. Yeah, his goal threats, money's goal threats is. Like it is like his movement. Diaz is a player that that stays wide out and uh, yeah. money, money, yeah. exactly. So money is a player that his goal threat was another like level of concern for the Premier League players, and yeah. and he helped Salah to have the fact that he's not the only one. Yeah, the, he he brought defenders' attention to him. So, yes, Salah yeah. was free to Salah was free to just get on the ends ghost. of these passes. Yes, just free to ghost in and do his yeah. thing too. Now it's like Salah is taking more of a creative, creative. role. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> it's quite um, it's quite funny too that well Salah's creativity was improving since last season. All yeah. this is um is the uh, Chivele passes is mm. uh he just started having those kind of things um regularly and consistently last. So I think what Liverpool Liverpool's midfield is also bleeding. That yeah, sense. that's true. They light they are light <laughs> in midfield. Yeah, yeah, midfield is really bleeding. And if Thiago was probably um available, they could have still managed to um, see out a lot of some games. Yeah. Fabinho's form is so so. Form has really been so so. Poor. 
for some time now. And even like Van Dyke and um, mostly Van Dyke, I don't know, Van is even still going under the radar. He has not been so good. Yeah, but, he hasn't been so good this season. Yeah, this year he has been. There are so many memes of him right now, of him staying at the body. Yeah. Okay. So, so I think for for in that case, I think sports can really like talk to the like I'm I'm not sure they'll win for the like CPS happy very hard to say. Like, I think they can push them harder than last year. Because I don't think City will go to those points. Yeah, the league is the league is stronger this year. The league is stronger. Everybody has strength in that. The yeah, quality is yeah. the so, quality. So, like, sometimes you look at it that maybe yeah. <laughs> I said, like, sometimes you have to ask because of the quality, who's getting relegated? Yeah, and, yeah. So that's that's how strong the strength is. But for okay, well, I'm not going to talk about Arsenal, right? Yeah. Yes. So okay. Oh, sorry on sports signings too. Like sports has really recruited well. Bissuma. Let me just run through them. Bissuma, Richardson. The, the key issue for sports Perisic. was having yeah, Perisic. The key issue for sports was having an attacker to come and be back up to Kane and Son. Yeah. So Richardson is really and Kulibesky. Like, oh, Kulibesky is another top player. Yeah. I, so the, and they could play the the four could play together. So it's not about just backup. The, yeah. the four could play together. So it was really a very big thing for Conte for for depth for them to have another extra attacker of the bench and also for like yeah depth for different competitions to be important for them. And Bisuma is top quality. Which we also very, very yeah. it was very weird how they didn't have. Much competition for Bisuma. I mean, he's a top talent. I think they a lot. Of, yeah, he's very top talent. I think there are a lot of factors into that. Remember his um, is it rape case? Rape allegation. Yeah, that's yeah, rape allegation. So I think some things were um, very skeptical, cautious to tread on that yeah. case. But like. Sports just went in all in, and at the end of the day, the rape case was settled. Yeah, so there was nothing, nothing ended up being. So oh. that, that was, I think, if Chelsea could have um, had it another, been, right? if it wasn't there, it would yeah, I think they could have also, go, yeah, it could have gone for him because it's yeah. really a fit. What's what, so Arsenal, right? Yeah. Are you an Arsenal fan? Me? Yeah. No, I am <laughs> actually a Chelsea, DPL, and a Milan fan. Oh, okay. Oh, Milan. Oh, oh, I'm meeting the Champions League. Okay. <laughs> so, a Milan fan, but I do enjoy watching attractive football, and Arsenal have been playing. Very attractive football this season, and also I look forward to um, I look forward to 
seeing the seeing the game between Milan and um, Chelsea this season. So you can go on. You can tell me what 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 you wanted to say about Arsenal. No, yes. So um, I hope we first batter you at uh, Milan. <laughs> so so but um so Arsenal Arsenal and this is a, this is a curious case because last season. Arsenal didn't start up right. They didn't start well, but yeah. close to the end of the season, you began to see, even though they did not make top four, which was a disappointment and kind of a um, last day kind of um, disappointment. Yeah. So it was, you could see what Ateta was trying to do. You could easily see what Ateta was trying to get at. You, you could see that, okay, yeah, this is how they play. They want some wide overloads. This is how the movements, the, yeah. the patterns of play. And you could see that, okay, Lacazette was holding them back. Mm. Yeah, that a striker was needed. You could see that this is what was needed. You could see that another midfielder was needed. You could see these are the little, um, these are little steps they need to take player recruitment to be able to go to that next level. And I should be told that Ateta really didn't. They went on the, on the truck to this summer and got the players they needed for those positions. And yeah. Yeah, th- that's also kind of, in a way, a criticism I put at Tuku in that sense that before, sometimes people talk about getting your own players. But for, sometimes before you get your own players, you can also... You can see an idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can see an idea with what you have already to say, okay, this is what the new a better player will provide in this case. So and that well hopefully we see that. But for Ateta, you can now see this is the signings have been previously good. Uh we fit them to a team. Um, then yeah, you can see Fabio. Well, I'm not saying Fabio, I'm not saying yeah. yet, but you can see Zichenko, yeah, Zichenko, technically secure, top class, um, player, not even just left back, a player because Zichenko is a footballer, yeah, yeah, he's a footballer. So, and you can see that you can see the Saliba is probably like a new signing at this point, Saliba yeah, is slotted in seamlessly. Yes, he had some mistakes, but he's young, right? So all these little mistakes are always part of it. But he's yeah. a very, yeah, very good player, very, very good player. So I think Arsenal's prospects this season are already looking good. I didn't expect them to challenge for the title in any way, but I don't know at this point because of the points they are continuously gathering yeah, when yeah. losing points, is you can't say they, they might just even. Software is looking like a short thing for them. So, I well, it's hard, it's early to judge because we don't know what happens with them. But at this point, you can see that Arsenal are probably, yeah, they are, they are very top contenders. They're contenders for top four, but they are, they are like um, a foot ahead of others at the moment. So, I think um, they can really show a lot this thing. To be a, a, a master yeah. against the students, title charge at um, Ateta against Pep. 
<laughs> that would that would be that would be one for the papers. <laughs> because like Arsenal is like a mini city yeah. at this point. Yeah, they're like a mini city, playstyle and profiles and everything. So and and their midfield is like their midfield is solid. Yeah, midfield is solid. Right. So that that's also a base that they are working toward working from. So I think uh, Arsenal is uh, Arsenal is and they are playing fantastic football. So Asta is really something to like something to watch this season. Yeah, true. Um, okay. Fine. Um, we'll talk about Nottingham Forest. <laughs> the mm. they break the they broke the English record for the most signing in transfer window. They signed twenty one players. Wow. That's like two teams. Although they lost <laughs> that's two exercise. Yeah, but like they lost in seven players after they were promoted. Um, um I I know we criticize them a lot, but I looked at their signings. Some of them, like they signed young hungry players, likes of um Dean Henderson, Nico Williams, um these Nigerian guys, um Taiwa Uni and Emmanuel Dennis. They also signed Gibbs yeah. White. Then they also signed um seasoned veterans like um Lodi, yeah, Lodi from ATM, Kuyate, Freela, Lingard, Widibodi. So, do you think Steve Cooper will be able to integrate these new players and have them play in his patterns swiftly? Do you think Forest will go down this season? What, what are your thoughts about Forest this season? I, I think the case <laughs> of Forest is looking very much like too many cooks for the process. Okay. <laughs> At the same time, like the, the signings, the signings are Premier League standard signings in the sense that, yeah. like, they are Premier League players. Most of them are Premier League players. Like, they, yeah. they are used to the league, played in the league for a while. So, they are, they are actually players that give you a standing, a fighting chance of staying in the league. And you got you got lucky from the next yeah. one. I think. Like, that was. Lord is a player that very bring Lodi in. I was I was fighting for Lord Lord players like Lord. So okay. it is um surprising that when it's right quality player and he still got Dennis as well. I didn't even know how they are going to use all these players to be honest. <laughs> I, I don't know whether all of them will play. And I, I, I didn't know whether they had a team before. Did, did they have a team before by all these players? They, they did. They had a team, but you know, like these championship teams, they don't really. Most of these players are on loan, so they don't really yeah. have these guys like permanently. Like I said earlier, I said they lost twenty-seven players. Oh when they, wow! After they were promoted, so I don't really blame them for signing twenty-one players. Oh, okay. That that makes a lot of sense now. I don't think I knew that. That, that makes okay. a lot of sense. So yeah, in, in that sense, they have replaced. I think they have they have upgraded on what they had before. So yeah, but it, it they need time to integrate. Like yes. bringing twenty one new faces is going to be hard for these guys to like get the whole idea immediately. Exactly. 
And that the I think Cook we saw last season that he was an interesting manager. He was like uh, yeah. I think he, he's a good manager, has a good style, and or oh, and it's be interesting to see how he manages to get. He might he might be better suited. At least they have they play one game a week, so that will help them massively. So you know, they, 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 they lost today, you know. Yes, yes, they lost today. But that should help them. But it's also better suited to integrating a lot of these players slowly. But okay. sometimes, but sometimes because of the sheer quality of some of these players, it's also just it could just like put an exile of like some of them without um, much connection and and see what can build. That's it. Like, if you put Dennis, you put um, some of the like Dennis. Um, sometimes it like guarantees you yeah. um, good contributions. Like Dennis can guarantee you good contributions. Yeah. So players yeah, like guarantees. So it's best like you know what to get for them. You know what the performance. So yeah. you can just be able to put them on the pitch sometimes. So I don't know how. I'll, maybe I'll pay close attention to them in a way, so that I'll see how he managed to combine. He manages to combine his players because it's very tough to make twenty-one players play. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So do you think they will? Do you think they will stay up or they will go down? What do you think? I'm trying to even look at all the I think they are going down personally. I don't think they have yeah. enough time to integrate all these players. I, I, I was thinking before um, the City game or so, before they are trashing against City. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking that they are like, there's no way they're staying up, they're staying up. So, but seeing the disjointed performance uh, after that, I, I had to like, have a retake in my mind or the shock and I was like, okay, the amount of players they brought in is actually massive. As long as like see Bournemouth, Bournemouth yeah. beats them today, and it's not like Bournemouth have the better players, and they have a new manager. Yes, and they have a new manager. Yeah, well, you can you can put manager new manager bounce stacks yeah. to that. Yeah, 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 but they're already a team that understands themselves. Yes, they know themselves. So a team is is hundred percent better than a team full of individuals. So yeah, that's, that, that's going to be tough for them. So let's see how fast the manager can do that. All right. Um thank you, thank you, Shion, for coming on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you all for listening. Please rate, review, share, and subscribe to Between Two Halves Podcast and your listening app of choice. Also follow on IG and Twitter at Between Two Halves. Um, thank you once again, Shion. Have a very great week. Thank you for having me. Same to you. Have a good week too. All right. Looking forward to your very interesting tweets. Thank you. Bye. Bye.